And my coach had me list in one column all of my thoughts about planning. And these were things like, I suck at planning or planning takes too much time. And on the other column, she had me replace it with different thoughts. So for the one where I said, planning takes too much time, I wrote, if I take the time to plan, I can actually accomplish more than if I didn't plan. After doing that exercise, I completely changed my thoughts about planning. And now I actually really enjoy planning. I find it essential for me to accomplish all the things that I want to accomplish. Yeah. So for what happened for me is my coach also had been working on me about not making time for myself and always taking care of everyone else around me first. And that was ultimately was the reason I wasn't really taking action and wasn't really planning things and scheduling things because I was reacting to whatever people needed from me and I was just taking care of them. And I never made this space and time to take care of myself to make sure that I was like going to the gym or taking care of some of the things that were important to me. Have you ever dreamed of owning a vacation home? What if it could double as an investment property that makes you money and helps you save on taxes? Our new course, Accelerating Wealth, Short-Term Rental Blueprint, will teach you how to purchase and set up your short-term rental the right way. Learn more about the course at semiretiredmd.com slash str hyphen course. When you daydream about your future, I'll bet it doesn't include you still working into your 60s and 70s. But unless you're actively taking steps to break the cycle of trading time for money, that's the future most of us face. Ignite Your Journey will lay out a roadmap to show you how to finally break that cycle and achieve true financial freedom. And it'll show you how to do it in just three to five years, rather than the 20 or so it takes for traditional investments or saving in your retirement accounts. For more information, go to semiretiredmd.com forward slash IYJ. Welcome to the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast, the place where we talk about the strategies, habits, and mindset that separate wealthy docs from those who are not. We're your hosts, Leiti and Kenji. Welcome to another episode of the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast. Today, Kenji and I wanted to talk about something that's been on our minds a lot, which is our new morning routines. So if you've listened to our podcast uh, about a year, year and a half ago, we had a conversation about what I do as a daily as a female CEO. And one of the things I was saying is that I hate alarm clocks. And it's an amazing thing to not have to wake up to an alarm clock. And it's been such a big shift in my life to go from being a hospitalist needing to get up so early with an alarm clock to be able to sleep in and wake up whenever I wanted to and to be able to wake up because my kids were calling in the bed with me. Yeah. And then one morning, all of a sudden, I saw Leiti wake up to an alarm clock at 5 a.m. And I was wondering, what is going on? So what happened is Kenji and I have, in the last six months, really realized that we needed a morning routine. And I think this is something I personally was really kind of against for a long, long time, but have now seen the light and now understood why so many really successful people have morning routines and started to implement that in our own lives. Yeah, for me, I normally get up early, but the big difference between what I used to do and what I do now is that I would just wake up and I would just tackle the first thing that came to mind. And I didn't have a plan for what I needed to do that day or the things that I wanted to work on on a daily basis. 
Yeah, I think that's one of the major things that's changed for us is we lay out our plans ahead of time now, and we have a real schedule that we follow every single morning. And the things that it's really changed for us is it allows us to be a lot more productive. It allows us to be a lot more clear about our intentions and what we're trying to have as outcomes and to make sure that we're taking steps that only get us closer to those outcomes instead of just reacting like we were before, where whatever came in front of us, we reacted and we did. And we didn't think about first what was important to move the needle on. Yeah, I used to have these long checklists of things that I needed to do. And the difference is I still have those things that I need to do, but I'm prioritizing the most important things, right? What are my goals for the year? And what are my priorities for the quarter? And what do I need to do this week to move the needle forward, to make progress on the things that I have to achieve? Yeah. So what changed you know, what led to this dramatic shift? Because uh, all of a sudden, I started waking up at 5am every day. And Kenji uh, started really doing a morning routine with a lot of structure. What changed for you? I think what changed was different for you and me. For me, it was my coach. And I've been getting coaching on this for a long time. Uh, My coaches have been I've actually gone through two coaches who told me that I need to plan. It's one of the most important things for me, especially um, because of my personality type. My personality type is the type that just rushes forward and gets kind of tackles the first thing that comes to mind and doesn't really plan. And so after hearing this from my coaches for really over a year now, I just hit a point where I was just getting really frustrated because I was not being as productive as I wanted to be. And my coach had me do this really great exercise She had me list in one column, all of my thoughts about planning. And these were things like, I suck at planning or planning takes too much time. The time it takes me to do planning, I can get so much accomplished. And on the other column, she had me replace it with different thoughts. So for the one where I said, planning takes too much time, I wrote, if I take the time to plan, I can actually accomplish more than if I didn't plan. After doing that exercise... I completely changed my thoughts about planning. And now I actually really enjoy planning. In fact, I actually love it. And I find it essential for me to accomplish all the things that I want to accomplish. Yeah. So what happened for me is um, my coach also had been working on me about not making time for myself and always taking care of everyone else around around me first. And that was ultimately what came of me. Uh, it was the reason I wasn't really taking action and wasn't really planning things and scheduling things because I was reacting to whatever people needed from me and I was just taking care of them. And I never made the space and time to take care of myself to make sure that I was like going to the gym or taking care of some of the things that were important to me. And so what happened to me was I actually read a book as called The 5 a.m. Club, which I highly recommend to everybody. And then that on top of what I've been hearing from my coach just made me decide one day, you know what, I got to do things differently. I'm start setting my alarm. I'm going to start welcoming an alarm clock and I'm going to start getting up every day, making sure that I take time before everyone else has demands of me to take some time for myself. So I just actually just decided to take time for myself in the mornings. And that would allow me to set myself up for the day and still be able to respond to others and help others, but take my time taking care of me and then also planning for the day and making sure that during the day I had time to take care of things that were important to me. So Leiti, you want to share uh, what your morning routine is every day? 
Yeah, so I am following the 5 a.m.'s 2020 routine, and I'd like to tell all of you that I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day, but I don't. What I really am prioritizing is making sure I have seven to seven and a half hours of sleep a night. And so I give myself a bedtime, but if the kids are up in the middle of the night or if you know we go a little bit later to bed, if I need to make sure that I'm getting that seven to seven and a half hours. And so sometimes that means that I'm waking up at 5.30, sometimes that means I'm waking up at six, but I'm making sure that I get that that time in no matter what time I wake up to do my morning routine. So the 202020 is 20 minutes of sweating. So that's some sort of exercise for me. I have restarted my Peloton, which is something that I had stopped for a couple of years, and then 20 minutes of either meditation or journaling. And for me as an achiever, I really like the meditations that are very much focused on outcomes and achieving this kind of future and visualizing the future that you want. So I do a lot of Joe Dispenza meditations. And then my last 20 minutes is spent learning. And so I'll listen to a podcast or I'll read. And that's my time to make sure that I'm feeding my mind even before I start the day. Now, within the day, besides this morning, I'm making sure that I also plan in and put on my calendar some thinking time. So I have a little bit of downtime to reflect and to think. And then I'm also making sure that I prioritize things that are important to me, like our relationship, like time with the kids, and actually putting them into the calendar and making sure that I'm making space for them so that the other things that are calling to me, other things that people need to be, you know, have me take care of don't actually uh, bleed into that time and space. And then I just end up working, for example, instead of being with you. This week's podcast is sponsored by our course, Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals. Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals is a 10-week online course focused on helping physicians and high-income earners go from knowing little to nothing about real estate investing to confidently buying the cashflowing rentals will allow them to achieve financial freedom and work in medicine or their day jobs on their own terms. Our course is only open to registration twice a year, so be sure to get on the waitlist at semiretiredmd.com and check out the course details on our course landing page. This episode is brought to you by Dan Peck of Movement Mortgage. If you're an experienced investor, you'll know just how important it is to have a lender who knows how to work with investors. We've been working with Dan and his team for over eight years now, and he's our go-to whenever we need a residential loan for our investment properties. Now, if you're new to investing, you might not know this, but your lender can sometimes be the difference between getting a great deal or completely missing out on it because your lender couldn't close the deal. Now, I did want to point out that Dan can help you not only with your investment properties, but also if you're looking to buy a primary residence or vacation home. So the next time you're looking for a residential lender, be sure to email Dan at srmd at movement.com to get a free consultation and also let him know that you're part of the Semi-Retired MD community to get an exclusive discount on your next loan. Now back to the episode. So Kenji, I know your routine is a little bit different from mine. So maybe you can talk to everyone about what you're doing and, and why you've chosen to do that. Yeah. So my routine starts with something called priming. Um, and priming consists of gratitude, a blessing. And then also visualizing three goals that you're going to achieve. And you visualize that you've already achieved them and how you're going to feel uh, after you've achieved them. And this is very much what I'm doing during my meditation, which is visualizing things and feeling like you're in the experience, like it's already done. 
Yeah, what I like about priming is that it incorporates that gratitude. And that is something that I have been working on for quite a while, but it incorporates it into something where I'm also adding on to that a blessing as well as those three goals. So I really like that exercise, something that I can do in about 12 minutes. And uh, so it's really efficient. So that's the first thing that I do. And the next thing I do is I take the time to read. Uh, and what I do is I take 30 minutes to read. And every quarter, I'm picking some type of a theme that I want to read about. So this quarter, I'm, I'm reading about parenting and relationships, because this is for us, one of the most important aspects of our lives is our children and our relationship. And then the third thing that I do is planning. And I, qu- I spend quite a bit of time now planning. And of course, I started with my yearly goals. Uh, then I broke it down into quarterly goals. And now every day, what I do is I focus on the weekly goals and I make sure I check in with my quarterly goals, and my annual goals to make sure that I'm uh, that I'm working towards them, that I'm moving the needle a little bit. Uh, for me, I, I really like the idea of the Atomic Habits 1%. And the idea behind it is you want to make some progress. It doesn't have to be huge progress every day. It can sometimes be as little as 1%. And the reason why I like that is that it's a way for me to not be so hard on myself. Uh, I can feel really accomplished even if I move the needle a little bit, even just 1%. uh, And that uh, really makes me feel fulfilled and accomplished. Yeah, that's a good point about planning. I actually do it every day too, but I don't do it as part of my morning routine. But the first half an hour of every morning when I start to work, I'm now spending planning and I'm doing the same thing. I'm looking at my yearly goals. I'm looking at my quarterly priorities and I'm saying, okay, what do I need to do today to move myself towards my quarterly priorities? And I'm actually planning out uh, the set of my to do's by my quarterly priorities every single week. And so each day I'm putting time in the calendar for each of those different steps, those to do's that are going to move me towards my quarterly priorities. Now, one of the downsides of all this is I'm spending a lot less time on email. And so sometimes my email doesn't get answered as quickly as I'd like it to. But I think that's just part of the natural part of putting yourself first and making sure your priorities are coming first before other people's. And so sometimes your emails just don't get answered as quickly as they would have before. And the last part of my morning routine is exercise. Now, I don't always do it in the morning. Uh, Sometimes it's uh, later in the day, but I want to make sure that every day I spend time uh, exercising. And one of the ways I stay motivated is I scheduled myself to do a Spartan race with several other people. And so that really holds me accountable to exercising on a daily basis and really pushing myself so I don't kill myself during the Spartan race. Can you talk through any challenges you've faced and how you've you've gotten through that? Yeah, I think the most important thing is to be flexible and to be kind to yourself. I think we can be really hard on ourselves if, let's say, We don't wake up at 5 a.m. every day, and sometimes we have to adjust it to 5.30 or 6 o'clock. Same thing, like if uh, there's a day where I don't exercise or if there's a day that uh, part of my routine doesn't happen. I mean, I I have been consistently doing part of my routine uh, for, I think, over six months now. But again, I think the most important thing is that if I don't do something, it is to step back and say, hey, that's okay. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I think that's a really important point is people, sometimes they have the tendency if they mess up on one thing or they don't do what they were supposed to, they just give up everything because they're like, oh, I failed. And then they get into this sense of, like this this mood or this energy that's like, oh, well, I'm not going to do it at all. And it doesn't have to be that all or none thinking. It can be like, okay, I didn't get to one part of it today, or I didn't get to it today, but 
I can still get to it tomorrow. It doesn't change what happens tomorrow, what happened today. And so I think that's a really great thing to remember as you start to take on a new habit, because there are going to be times that you maybe you miss something, but you don't want to beat yourself up and get into low energy and then cause yourself to completely give up just because one day it didn't happen perfectly. Yeah, that takes me back to that 1%. If I think about it in terms of just moving the needle 1%, it helps me from getting discouraged uh, and throwing throwing up my hand and just basically saying, okay, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore, right? Just because I missed a day or if I didn't have a day where I did everything that I wanted to accomplish that day. Now, you guys have heard us mention a lot of books this session. And so I'm just going to bring up a couple of ones that really helped us with our morning routine and helped us think about how what we wanted to include in them. So some of those books for me, it's 5am club. Um, I'm also reading the 12 week year, which has been really a phenomenal book to kind of think about prioritizing and think about planning. And I think the one thing we got to go back to the one thing by Gary Keller is always a phenomenal book to make sure that you're doing the one thing that's going to move you forward, instead of doing, you know, an option of 50 things you've got to prioritize and really look at the most important things. And also Atomic Habits is the other one that I refer to. Thank you for joining us today um, and hearing about our morning routine and our morning practice. And hopefully that you've learned something from it. And maybe there's a couple of things you want to take away and apply to your morning practice if you have one, or maybe just think a little bit more deeply about whether or not you want to add a morning practice into your life. It's definitely made a huge difference for us in what we're able to accomplish, how effective we are, um, how we kind of come into the day and the level of gratitude and the level of our happiness every day because we're doing that morning work work where we're priming or where we're meditating. It's made a huge difference for us. And so we would highly recommend it. If you have a morning practice, uh, feel free to make comments in our blog and kind of let us know and uh, share anything that's really helpful to you. And then if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review and we will see you next time. The Doctors Building Wealth podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, tax, medical, or psychological services or advice. You are responsible for your own financial, physical, mental, and emotional well-being, decisions, choices, actions, and results. You should contact a professional if you have any specific questions about your unique situation.